Good morning, Malcolm. Coffee. Hey, John. Good to see you. Good to see you too. So, I, what's, I what's on the menu? What's on the menu? Well, today? I think I ought to kind of warn uh, listeners that uh, this is going to this podcast is is going to turn into an advert. I'm afraid, but uh, bear with us. Um, we're going to talk about rebuilding uh, church after lockdown. That's that's our topic this morning. <coughs> I think we're all very thankful the restrictions are coming off. Uh, though, of course, COVID is still very much around. And there are many Christians who really love one another, couldn't wait to get back to church, see each other again, which is brilliant. That's been nice. But even so, um, churches are not finding it easy just to kind of slip back into gear, to you know, just click back in uh, and get going again. So my first question is, you know, it's, it's about rebuilding. My first question is, why do you think that is? Why are we not just clicking back in? What are some of the sticking points to kind of re, you know, just restoring everything as, a ch as churches? Yeah, well, I think people are weary. Um, inevitably, this long, this long road that we've never anticipated makes people tired. I think uncertainty is another factor. Just yeah. knowing whether is it all going to come back again. People are kind of raring to go, but still kind of, they've got the brakes on, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. you're trying to pull away from the traffic lights, but you've got your handbrake on. You're wondering why you're not. It's a bit like that. Um, I, I think that's a factor. And I just think physical tiredness. And a lot of pastors have had to learn new skills. Mm. And it's not our natural calling. We'd rather be on our feet to talk yeah. to people face to face. The other thing that's been on my mind about this is that COVID has kind of brought some tensions into churches. You know, mm. vaxxers and anti-vaxxers, masks, not masks, you know. Yeah have the elders done the right thing in you know in, in the way they've kind of freed things up and you know there are all mm. sorts of things bubbling around although everyone's kind of back there are still things bubbling under the surface i don't even want to say anything about that yeah yeah i think that's true that's tiring as well also i think that we are always products of the culture around us and there's been a kind of well there's a natural bent in all of us to laziness isn't there to take the soft option and the christian life requires a bit of self-denial at certain points um but the culture around us says oh take your easy drink and be merry your time is your own christians can easily be influenced by that without realizing it can't yeah they? that's 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 yeah that's that's the same old kind of comfort thing um, yeah for some churches, I mean, and this stood out for us yesterday, we were back in church yesterday, it was a great service, but for some churches there's been a lot of coming and going during lockdown. Um, you know, we looked around our own congregation, lots of old faces have gone, uh, people have moved away, and lots, you know, thankfully, lots of new faces have appeared. Yeah. But it's kind of like, you know, it's not the same team. Uh, how does a pastor, you know, get yeah. that, get the church to gel, you know, because you know, it's they don't know each yeah. other like you know before. Well, it's a bit like Premier League. They buy all these people over the <laughs> over the summer period, and then you think, well, who's he? You know. <laughs> yeah, but they have, like a pre, they have a pre-season. <laughs> yeah. Well, the managers got to sort them out when they start kicking each other instead of the yeah. opposition. You know. <laughs> um, no, I think that's true. It is a bit unsettling, um, but we mustn't be. I think we've got to take what's in front of us, haven't we, and be. Be friendly to whoever's there and be warm to them. And, and we mustn't have this idea that somehow 
they're a threat because they, then, then they probably aren't you know they're just looking for spiritual friendship and support you know yeah, what, what do you think about i know some kind of social things some sort of welcome meetings for people yeah. who are new you know well as long as we don't put them too much on the spot and scare them off <laughs> you know they yeah. don't have to tell the story but i do think creating an environment well i mean our church the, the, the new church we're going to they have regular sort of church breakfasts and so mm -hmm. on that people can come along to and just have a chill out time together and then a bible study you could stay for or not and yeah. it's quite relaxed and that's really good you know? and then also perhaps what about a membership course i mean you know we've had a membership course now for for some years which i started many yeah. years ago but it, it kind of gives new people and they're not committing <laughs> to actually joining mm. but they gives the opportunity for them to go to the membership course and to see what, yeah. the church, what the church is about, get to sort of yeah. get the feel. Well, that's, that's interesting because our, our new pastor is doing a series starting next week on why we do what we do. Right. <laughs> that's quite good, you know. <laughs> Indeed. Um, and people need motivating. I mean, I mean, that's always a challenge, isn't it? For mm. we've talked about our laziness and uh, that that's that's how yes. we are generally people always need motivating encouraging how can yes. pastors do that especially at this time you've got some kind of ingredients there yeah well i think you, your own demeanor is quite important i'm not talking about being sort of stage managed but you've got to present yourself to the congregation as, as feeling positive and seeing the positives remember i think we've got to constantly remind people that this what we have now is never going to be it's not the ultimate you know we're people of the future aren't we yes and we've got to be joyful in, in what is ahead of us and, and pointing people forward to that also i've just struck by some words in <clears throat> to peter where peter says um, uh, the reason he's writing this letter um, is to stir up your minds by way of reminder that you might uh, remember the words which are spoken before by the holy prophets We've got to constantly be reminding people of what they've got and who they yeah. are. Yeah. And we're not conditioned by the culture around us, are we? Indeed. So that, I mean, that's kind of like you know, the structure of so many New Testament letters, isn't it? First of all, the description of what you have, what you are as a Christian before you move on to this is what you should yeah, do. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So, mm. so, you know, the, the indicative before the imperative, as I remember. Yeah. Being the okay. thing. And I think, what do you think about clear vision? I think through lockdown, churches have kind of, you know, God bless them, they've kind of concentrated on just surviving, on getting through and, you know, mm. that, that they have but yeah people are going to be saying well what are we going to do now what's yes well i think something evangelistic is good because it takes us out of ourselves a bit mm. but on the other hand if people are a bit weary don't overload them with new no. projects and new tasks get them get them together again and build the relationships because I think otherwise people might just think oh no here we go again you know more yeah. stuff you know okay so so prioritize relationships really that you you would say i think that's yeah, probably one. i think initially yeah um and now this is this is difficult but one of the great ways to encourage people is if under god we can turn a negative into a positive you know we have opportunity you know we have seen seen examples of this in scripture you know joseph's in prison but that actually yeah. leads him to becoming prime minister the church is persecuted but that actually leads the church into a worldwide uh, evangelism 
how can churches turn the negatives of COVID? Are there some negatives into positives? That, because that, you know, because that really does encourage people to think, well, we've been, we've been knocked down, but actually this is working out for the good. <laughs> I don't know whether yeah. there's anything yeah. of that. Well, maybe I think it teaches us to value the time we have because so much time has been taken off us. Mm. Let's make the most of the freedom we have. Um, you know, while it was called today, as it were, you know, okay, you've so, got to go for it. So the negative thing, the time taken away means that we've actually, we're valuing that time. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and that's let's highlight the fact that, you know, we only get one life. I always say that, I say that to be a strap line to me, but I do think it's a valid point that people need to see the positives of just being able to meet together again. Yeah. And also, I think technology is useful. I know we, we've got to be really careful that it doesn't become a soft option. Yep. But on the other hand, you know, um, a lot of elderly people are more connected with their churches now than they were, which is, is good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know one church where I think they're changing something of the children's work to become more families rather than yeah. just the children. You know, I think they've seen an opportunity there. Um, so the yeah, kids still have games and things, but there's a much more thing of, of bringing together the, the, the families, and and I think that's 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 likely to bring a new buzz. That's that's one that's one thing I've come across. Um, yeah. Mm, um, so conclusion. Here comes the advert. Well, we you know there's a lot to think about here, isn't there? Rebuilding because you know churches are a little bit out of joint churches have changed the personnel have changed we touched briefly on some things um and if listeners uh would like more we are running a pastoral study day at london seminary on thursday the 30th of september on this whole topic of rebuilding church after lockdown and we've kind of taken the iou structure of the church uh, rebuilding inwardly that's fellowship rebuilding outwardly uh, that's evangelism, of course, and rebuilding upwardly. Uh, that's that's worship, and those kind of three things do make a, a good a good way of thinking of the church in a whole way. And that day, of course, will be available online uh, for folk who can't get to the seminary. But it's great if you can get to the seminary because there's usually a lot of banter and a lot of fun there. Um, and you can find details on the Pastors Academy website. So rebuilding uh, church after lockdown. There's a study day coming up. Malcolm, thank you very much for talking this morning. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.